Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, LT, your host for the True to Your Style podcast show. Today, we are going to be talking about multiple subjects, maybe one, possibly two, maybe three. I don't know, but thanks for joining me today, and let's get started with this new podcast. This will be episode two, and I think what we're going to talk about today, or I'm going to speak on today, is just parenting you know the style of parenting that most people have doesn't work for every child um you have these books that come out and they're they're so like how do i say it they're um so just one-sided maybe i shouldn't say one-sided they don't work for every kid put it that way You know, there's kids out there right now that need tough love or they need the soft love. You know, uh, this this generation of kids that are coming out, these pandemic babies, they're more uh, they're more sensitive uh, to a lot of things. Uh, They they cry about everything. But then you got the generation where I come from, where you cried, you got even more trouble. So you wasn't allowed to cry. But at the same time, it's like some things like that, some situations at hand like that are good and some are not. Um, But, you know, let's, I I really, really want to talk about my opinion on how I used to parent till now. Um, You know, my parents, you know, I, I feel that they raised us the best way they possibly can. You know, I had two brothers one stepsister, but for the most part, um, my dad, you know, raised me and my brother the best way he possibly can. Um, my mom and my dad broke up or divorced when I was young, but, um, the one thing they did maintain was their parenting with us. You know, if my mom made a rule, my dad followed it. If my dad made a rule, my mom followed it. They never, um, went against each other. So, that's one thing that was positive in my life as far as when it came down to them parenting. Now, my my dad's parenting skills, and I'm sorry if you guys can hear like cars in the back and bikes in the back. Um, you know, I'm doing this in my room. Um, I haven't really soundproofed a lot of the stuff in here. So if you guys hear a lot of background noise, uh, please excuse that. But this is like raw. This is what it is. And um, yeah, back to what I was saying. You know, my my parents, my parents style of raising us was completely different from each other. But at the same time, they both believed in spare the rod, spoil the child. They never let us get away with a lot of anything. Matter of fact, now, I mean, if we did get away with some things, it was because of the fact that we snuck around and we didn't get things said or things didn't get found out. Put it that way. Um, But when we did, you know. Things did get found out, or if I acted up, me personally, um, if I acted up in school, I was the main one that was acting up in school. My little brother, John, he didn't act up in school. I mean, if he did, I didn't know about it, but he barely got in trouble. I was the one that was getting in trouble. I was the one that was always, you know, tormenting the, the teachers and the kids. And, you know, I think with my parents' breakup, it affected me a lot, a lot more than a lot of people think it should. Um I had like really, really, you know, thoughts and I was com- 
comparing my relationship, my parents' relationship to other people's relationship. And I would always walk around and wonder why I couldn't have both of my parents in the same home. It sucked, but, you know, eventually I got older and got wiser and, you know, I had to learn how to deal with my emotions a, a, a total different way. Now, some of those things that I did go through back when I was little, I still went through as an adult. Um, reason being is, is because I was never properly trained on how to deal with certain emotions. Now, with that being said, today's kids are taught to deal with emotions. They're taught to how to cope with disappointments in their life uh, when compared to when back then I was never really taught to um, do how to deal with certain situations or certain, um, certain, you know, I don't know how to explain it, certain dilemmas in my life. Um, I remember getting into a lot of fights when I was little um, because people thought that, you know, because I was nice, I was cool, I was a cool kid, um, that I could um, be cool and just let them just kind of do whatever they wanted to do. And I remember this one fight that I got into. It was when I moved to Fallbrook. Um, and everybody knows Fallbrook is, is had its times of being racist. There's still some low-key racist people in, in Fallbrook, but they hide. Um, I, uh, I went to school to Live Oak, and I remember this fight. Um, we were playing football, and this kid... I guess he either got mad at me or he got mad at the situation of either I scored or or I outdid him on something. But he ended up calling me an, the N-word, you know, a nigga. But he said it with the E-R. And I had just moved from Texas, so from Dallas, Texas. So where we're from, if somebody called you that, it was fighting time, you know what I mean? So I guess out here in California... There, there is no such thing as fighting. So basically, when he said it, I went up to him and tried to choke the dude. Like I, I literally, as a you know little kid, tried to kill somebody. Like I was, I was mad. I was furious because I had a, I had a really bad temper. And so um, basically, what ended up happening was, is I, 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 I'll never forget it. I went to go get him and I slipped. And so he tried to give me a two piece on the top of my head, but didn't. And I picked him up and slammed him on the ground. And then um, somebody told me to get up. So I got up and I, I walked off. Well, I ended up getting suspended um, because of that. And they, they said that they were suspending me because, you know, there's no, there's no tolerance of, of, of fighting, you know. Um, and it's still that rule to this day. They don't tolerate no fighting at any type of school. And that's a whole other subject, too. I don't, mm, I don't believe in that, you know what I'm saying? If somebody's provoked... And they've tried to walk away. And the thing is, is like they tell you, they tell these kids nowadays, they were telling us back then too, um, to walk away and, and go tell a teacher. Well, you can walk away, go tell a teacher, and the teacher don't do a dang thing about it. They just tell you, hey, you know, we're going to talk to their parents. Okay, well, technically, how do we know you're really talking to their parents, first of all? Second of all, what about what happens outside of school? 
you know, then it's like, oh, well, that's that's that has nothing to do with us. Okay, well, no, nah, it do have something to do because if you would have let let me whoop this little kid's butt to begin with, we wouldn't have no issues outside of school neither. But you know, that wasn't the case. They didn't have those rules, and they still don't have those rules. But that's just my opinion. I feel like if I was been able to just fight him and not get in trouble for it. I would have taught him a lesson like, you know, you don't run your mouth like that. You don't say that to certain people. And he would have understood. You know, it wouldn't have been waiting until we got older before Cat actually really understood like, hey, uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Nah, you, you really shouldn't say stuff like that. You shouldn't even allow yourself to even talk like that because there's no point. Um, But for an example, I will say this. I learned my lesson. Um, that kid actually became a good friend of mine's, um, during that time, during elementary school, you know I mean? It wasn't like he, we still talk, him and I don't talk. We don't say anything to each other. It's pointless. I don't say nothing to him. He don't say nothing to me. Matter of fact, I don't even know if he's still alive. Um, I do know that there's a lot of people, a lot of people in Fallbrook, um, that I used to, you know, talk to, mess around with, or whatever the case may be, hang out with, um, a lot of them are either dead or they either got pregnant or they got families or they're still doing the same thing as they did when we were little kids, you know? Um, and, and that's one of the reasons why I don't live in Fallbrook. Um, but I've learned that to, to being at age 41, I've learned to try to deal with my emotions without trying to fight somebody Um, and and that's just because I'm just, you know, the crap that I've been through, the the things that I've been through, the things that I've, I'm still going through. I've learned to just deal with my emotions, regardless of what the situation is. Everybody's going to have their own opinion about what I should have done or what I should do. But ultimately at the end of the day, it's my, it's my prerogative. It's me. It's my decision on what I do, how I handle it. You know, um, and I have to be very mindful of how I do handle my situations. Um, And I just wish that back then that they would have taught me, my parents, my mom and my dad, you know, I I love them to this day. You know, I still will. Yes, I love them always, no matter what. Uh, I just wish they would have taught me how to deal with my emotions back then. So that way it wouldn't have affected my adult life. Where compared to kids nowadays, they are being taught to how to deal with their emotions and just walk away and not allow things to bother them so much. Um, but then there are there's those parents that just kind of like do just enough to call themselves a parent or a mom or a dad. And it sucks. But for the most part, um, I do do I am I do thank my parents for, you know, raising me the best way they possibly can to help me to become the man that I am today. Um, I've made a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes. I've been married three times, um, divorced twice, um, separated this last one, and I've had to come to a realization that it's it's me, you know, it's it's me and how I deal with things and my attitude and not healing from past relationships or past situations, um, and then just jumping into a new situation where back when I was in high school, elementary school, somebody wanted to be, you know, 
stupid with me and it hurt my feelings, I can always just, just jump into something else and just be cool because there was always somebody around. Now that the more you get older, or the I should say the older you get, the less people you have to fall back on. You know what I mean? You you, you kind of find yourself in a in a room by yourself, you know, and, and, and you're trying to deal with all this stuff yourself, and which causes way more stress than you expected. Um, so what I've learned now as I've gotten older is to cl- close one chapter before I start another chapter. Um, with my relationship now that I'm with, uh, I'm in, sorry, um, we've agreed to, you know, go our separate ways but we still talk. We're still trying to figure things out of what we want to do and how we want to do it and stuff like that. And um, we had a matter of fact, I had a conversation with her this morning in regards to a lot of the things that I failed to tell her in the beginning of our relationship of how I wanted our relationship to be. Now, um, she understood, you know, she agreed with it. And I agree too. Like, I feel that, you know, I should have I should have just come up front and just said, hey, you know, this is what I want. This is what I need. And if you can accommodate that, then you can accommodate it. If you can't, you can't. Um, but I wasn't again, as I got older, I started learning how to deal with my emotions and deal with conversations and know how to approach different conversations in order to be able to get my point across, regardless if it hurts their feelings or not. But without being disrespectful, like I, I'm not being disrespectful, I'm just getting my point across. When compared to when I was little, I I wasn't taught that. I was taught to hold emotions in, don't talk about it, leave it alone. Or if you talked, or if you cried, or if you had an opinion, you was you know you was a pussy, or whatever the case may be. Excuse my language, but now I've I've learned to just there's a lot of things I don't have to deal with. I don't have to talk to anybody about. Um, but for the most part, like the older I've gotten, I've I've realized that there's other ways to deal with situations. Um I'm a proud like right now, I'm a proud owner of a barbershop, um, Taylor Cuts Barbershop here in Escondido, California, off of 140 South Juniper Street. Um, I'm a proud barbershop owner and I still have to deal with people that are not, you know, they don't think like I do um, when it comes down to business. Um, coming up as a business owner, when I became, and I finally got my license as a barber, you know, I was lucky enough to be around some OGs that that taught me, taught me a lot, you know, that put me through a lot of things and told me like, this is what you're going to go through coming up as a barber. Um, I had my first shop owner that, uh, his name was Raymond. He passed away from cancer, um, not too long ago. Um, and he, him and I used to battle every day when it came down to being at work. Him and I used to come to work at like eight o'clock in the morning and we wouldn't leave until like nine. You know, he taught me how to hustle. He taught me that if you're not in the shop, you ain't making no money. You want money? You want to make some money? You got to be in the shop. So um, he taught me that. And then, you know, of course, we had a falling out. You know, some things um, happened between him and I, and we didn't talk for a good while. Um, and then, uh, you know, I uh, ended up going to another shop. And just learning from each shop that I've been at, there was things that I liked and things that I didn't like about the shop. 
And but that what that was doing was preparing me for when I opened up my own shop. Um, because there's things that were happening in other shops that I didn't appreciate or I didn't like. And I told myself that once I opened up my shop, you know, I'm gonna know how to handle all this stuff and 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 cut cut the cut the crap out when that goes on in shops and barbershops. So now I'm, you know, a proud owner. Um, I still have to get my life together when it comes down to being an owner and taking care of business when it when it comes down to that shop. Um, when it comes down to this house, my apartment, uh, I'm on top of that. Always on top of it. Now it's like, okay, I got another big bill that I have to take care of, and I got to get back on top of that myself. Uh, but again, that goes to that. That's that's basically telling you guys that I've learned how to deal with stressful moments. Like the older I've getting, I've gotten, I've learned how to deal with certain situations. Now there are some certain things that I, I I'm still learning. I'm still kind of getting used to, and that's like when people have an opinion about my life to understand like that's just an opinion. I don't have to believe in it. I don't have to trust it. It's me. Me is me. You know, I'm true to my style. My style is this way. This is how I handle it. And I have to stay true to that style. Um, and that's what I, I'm promoting for a lot of people out in the podcast world that listen to podcasts. You know, you guys stay true to yourself. And if people don't want to understand or choose not to understand the way you are or what you do, then they, then they were never meant to be in your circle. Um, they were never meant to be around you. But if they're willing to take the time out to get to know you so that way they know how you are, how you deal with things, how to approach you, how to talk to you, then those are people that you want in your circle because those are ones that are going to be in your, that are going to be, um, you know, backing you up and behind you and telling you, hey, keep going. I understand where you're coming from. I have a few people that are in my circle that understand, you know, that's just LT. You know, that's just how he does things. That's how he deals with it. You know, I got a, I got an Aries brother, you know, um, he, he knows me. He, he knows me cause we both are Arieses, you know what I'm saying? So we both have this, we both attack certain situations in life the same identical way. So when I'm messing up, that's, that's the homie that's going to tell me, yo dude, you messing up. Like you need to do this. You know, dang well, this is how we feel. You need to talk about it. You need to do this. You need to trigger your anger. Don't give nobody your your time. Don't give nobody your effort. You know, and that's one thing he's always preached to me all the time is, you know, stop giving people your energy. You know, if they don't deserve your energy, then don't give them your energy. You know, and, and hearing that from somebody else that's just like me and hearing how he starts to cope with a lot of things to where his temper doesn't flare off. You know, I took that advice and I was really big on like, okay. I got to start trying something different because I'm sick of getting into arguments and then people turn around and they use my, my, my temper or my, my loud talk as intimidation. And really it's just, I'm very passionate about what I talk about. Um, if something bothers me, I get very passionate about it and I, I let people know like, yo, that bothers me, but I've learned to calm down and not be so passionate about it. And just basically Speak my mind, speak my words, and if people understand it, then they understand it. If they don't, then I can break it down for them. And if I break it down for you, you still don't understand it, then I have a, I have the muscle power to just walk away and just say, okay, it was never meant for you to be in my life or be in my circle. So I'm going to move. I'm going to go ahead and keep going. So, um, yeah, just 
life experiences and just going through a lot of crap and just dealing with a lot of stuff, I've learned to just calm myself down. Having um, people that are older than me in my life to tell me like, hey, young blood, like that's not what you're supposed to be doing. You should know better. And being on me and being on my case about when I'm doing something that I know dang well I ain't supposed to be doing. You know, I appreciate all those cats. And, you know, I'll definitely have them on uh, sooner or later. But, you know, I'm going to get off. I thank you guys so much for just letting me speak. Um, I, I don't know how these podcasts are going to go. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, me sharing my life experiences with you guys or things that I've done, it'll help you guys out. And I pray that the more podcasts I get out, the better I get at doing this podcast and stuff. And I'm able to just, you know, have fun with this stuff. Um, but it feels good to be able to talk and just don't know who it's going to touch. Don't know who's going to reach, but just talk and just get out. So that way I can move on from this subject in my life and move on to the next issue or problem or thing that I really want to talk about. in life. So again, thank you guys for coming to the truth of your style podcast. I'm your host LT and Peace out.